is the very first live-streamed episode of the Insert Credit Podcast. I'm Alex Jaffe. Joining me this week is Frank Cifaldi. How you doing? Tim Rogers. That's a me. Brandon Sheffield. How am I doing? And Patrick Miller. Hey, guys. Now, Tim, I asked you to prepare some homework for us after winning the Insert Credit Challenge last week. The ICC, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, uh, I, uh, I, I thought of a question that was basically a question somebody had asked me on my form spring. Because as I was going to say, I've got a form spring. Uh, 99% of the questions I get are about video games for some reason, not about other stuff, which I don't understand. What, because I've done stuff like read books before. So I thought maybe people would ask about books and stuff, but nobody asks me about that. They just ask me about what's the best video game with a goat in it or whatever. So... Actually, that's a really good question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, scapegoat, so, right? Yeah, it is, it, it, scapegoat is... The, I don't know. I, I'm not going to just say just because it has goat in the title. I'm not going to say it's the best. It game. is one of the goodness. There's got to be... You could make a good game out of a goat. So one of the questions that somebody asked that... Uh, so if I don't answer your questions on Formspring right away, it doesn't mean I'm not going to. It might mean that I'm, you know thinking about it. It's like, that's going to take me 10 minutes to answer, and I don't have 10 minutes right now, or I don't want to spend 10 minutes right now. So, one of the questions somebody asked me that I just don't really know what to do with was, uh, uh, what's your, what is your favorite game where mistakes are as important as what you do on purpose? And I feel like that's a decent insert credit podcast question. Yeah, I got a good so, one. I got a good uh, one right away. Um, what's your good one right away? Stuntman. Uh, because you kind of have to learn from your mistakes. And uh, that was the name of that game, right? That sort of last-gen game where you're a stuntman? Stuntman, learn from your mistakes? Stuntman, learn from your mistakes. Yeah, was the was the name of the game. Really. Um But that, that's a game where, like, it's, it's one of those games where, and I think any answer would be like this, where uh, the point of the game is to do something perfectly. Yeah. And uh, you, have to, you have to learn from your mistakes to do that. Um, stuntman is just the first one to come to mind, even though I've only played it demo like once in my life uh the one that i was going to go with it's not it's not necessarily that the mistakes are as important as your successes but they are they're made as interesting as your successes uh in grow the grow series like grow cube and grow rpg and stuff where you are basically just choosing a serious yeah groper um when you're just choosing a series of act uh what sequence actions will happen in and they will always result in something, even if it's not the the positive outcome that you want. There's only one correct linear answer, but every combination of things that you choose does something. So you know you 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 choose to water this plant, and then it starts to grow, and then uh, the next phase it'll grow larger, and like people start to come out, but but maybe you want it to grow a little bit earlier so that someone can walk across it when it becomes a platform or something like that. But um, even if it doesn't do it in the right sequence, it does something cool. So I really like that one. I've actually never heard of Grow Cube. Oh, really? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, those are, those are some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'd say like an XCOM or something. Like, I don't know, you know mm-hmm. XCOM Syndrome, right? Where like any game where people compulsively reload, right? Because they're so scared of making mistakes. Um, I mean, XCOM just kind of stands out to me because I remember watching my friends play it and it have like basically, you know, their their fingers would always be hovering over quick save and quick load. 
um, because they were playing it when they were ten, and, and playing games where you could lose were kind of, was kind of a drag at that point, especially because XCOM is so notoriously hard. Um, but like to actually go and try and play through XCOM with mistakes or any like turn-based you know strategy game like that is just really really ridiculously um, difficult, and that's part of the experience, right? Oh, sorry, Brandon. <laughs> sorry for what? The right. I saw you oh. jumping on Tim for that earlier. It's okay. That wasn't just about Tim. Uh, I also saw a full GDC presentation where dude would be like, so there are three guys over there, right? And then this thing happened. Like, I don't know if it's right. Don't ask me. <laughs> Brandon, not, it's I'm possible not... that people, uh, they just don't think you're paying attention. They, they, it's probably just, they, they're, they're just afraid of you not paying attention to them. I'm well, right not. is an affirmation. Like, you, you understand right. the scenario I just gave to you, right? Right. Yes, but it's it's not really posed that way. Anyway, it's not important. Not it's to not der- important. not to derail the conversation or anything. But yeah, it's I'd say important. I'd say any game which makes you kind of compulsively want to quick save and quick load, like you do that because mistakes are kind of the game mechanic you're avoiding. Mm-hmm. So tool assisted speedruns, yeah. Tool assisted yeah, speedruns yeah. is is the perfect thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if anyone's really. I mean, there there is that game that's called Speedrunner or something, but I don't know if it's a, a tool-assisted speedrun kind of game where you can save and reload. Does anyone know? I have no idea. Tool-assisted uh, speedrun, the video game. That would be cool. The, it's actually kind of fun to do that. I don't. I don't do like actual tool-assisted speedruns, but when I when I do video footage of an old game, uh, I kind of use the same tools they do, which is like slowing the game down and saving and reloading, so it. So everything looks good, and it's really fun to do that. So yeah. uh, if, if that were a game, that would be the perfect answer. I can tell you my first experience with coping with mistakes in a video game is definitely Tetris, just seeing that one empty oh, block yeah. over there. Tetris, to... all, all you see is stuff you haven't dealt with. Exactly. It's a game of looking at your mistakes and figuring out if you can deal with them before they pile up on you before... Uh, you lose just everything. a whole whole bunch of goddamn mistakes mm-hmm. is all it's about. It's uh, yeah. I mean, I keep feeling like just any sort of competitive game that see, but I, I don't know if that really gets to like. I feel like with this question, this person who asked me this is hinting at some right answer, and I feel like I I don't know. <laughs> what the the right answer is i feel like there's there's a game somewhere that's just like oh you think he asked this question with a specific game in mind yeah that's that's a a better way of putting it like one of them popular iphone games or something everyone's talking about mistake maker yeah, mistake. Sounds like a really boring Princess Maker sequel. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, it's, it's just a string of bad hookups. There's a game that's kind of like that. Uh, the that video game on Xbox Live Indie Games. That's definitely mm-hmm. a game oh, where yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes you have to you deliberately have to do things incorrectly in order to get to a certain ending because you what you're trying to do is sort of glitch the thing out and and mess it up more but without dying so you have to make certain kinds of mistakes in order to kind of get that going so that 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 works for that i don't know if it's the hipster answer that's desired but (laughs) it's probably not but oh there we go let's shall we move on to to the next topic 
Yahoo! Yippee, Wahoo. Hey guys, the Wii U came out. That's a no. thing that happened. It did. No, no it, it did. did. Yeah, it did. I'm going to uh, play a Wii U game someday. Yeah. Reggie Fizeme called it the beginning of the new console generation. Based on oh, that, really? Based on that remark, what will the hallmarks of this generation be? So wait, he said he said it's what? He said it's the, the beginning what? of the new console generation. So I guess Microsoft is going to make a tablet controller. Is that what it is? I guess. Hmm. Well, they kind of they have smart glass. glass yeah, they have smart glass. Yeah, but you I mean, know what smart glass isn't? It's not packed in with the Xbox. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, Nintendo, that's the Nintendo advantage. It doesn't have you already. On it. You already have it in your house. More than likely is kind of the point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not just like tablets. It also works with phones. But it's it's not it's not a gameplay controller though at least not effectively and at least not yet it's it's mostly just like it's going to show you a map or something while you're playing it's yeah. I, I don't I don't know how much of that is tech I, I suspect most of it and how much of it is just like people don't know what to do with it yet but it's not yeah. really really a gameplay device yet yeah if they start putting my HUD on my other screen I'm going to be real annoyed with that because like you know they they're already trying to yeah. do things to make these their gimmicks work uh, like a... these companies in general like um like with a playstation vita i was trying to play that resistance game and you know burning it wants me skies. to yeah burning skis and it wants the demo me to is three gigabytes but it wants going. me to friggin poke the screen in order to throw a grenade it's like that's not more efficient than hitting the buttons like yeah take take your your fingers off of the things that you're trying to control with and then poke at the screen that's pretty cool I guess. Wouldn't that be more of a heads-down display? Uh, okay, yeah, that Sad one. trombone. That's a zinger right there. Yeah. But uh, the the with the Wii U, I I just hope they don't have like Call of Duty twelve with where where your your map is on that thing. I don't want that. I mean, are That's you actually going to play the Call of Duty twelve? Not Let's on not, not on that. not on Wii U. No, I'm gonna play no. it though. Wii U. So uh, I was watching this Nintendo Direct thing just because that's how cool I am. That's how much I care. Um, and they were talking about Monster Hunter for the Wii U and how it's going to be all 1080p, which is cool. I like that's as many P's as I honestly want in a game. But on the screen, you can actually configure your own UI for the Wii U screen. It's like you can play with the Pro controller or whatever, the, the Xbox controller that they have for it. Or you can uh, actually kind of just choose everything. You can put, like, your weapon sets, and you can put your, your items right there on the Wii U controller. And it's like, that sounds cool, and it sounds like a cool thing, but it's like, what is that good for? Just games with convoluted interfaces? So it's like, now we can make more games with convoluted interfaces with less shame is that what it is? I don't know. Well, I, feel I, think, like those... I think the actual answer to what he meant with the next generation starting is that there is literally a new console, and now others are coming. I think he needed to say that yeah. uh, for so that they could, you know, had some PR. And if he hadn't said that, then uh, basically we wouldn't have given rise to a whole new group of people who will say the Wii U totally is next gen. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think I think like, he had to. Like we, we deniers. Uh, yeah, he, he had to say it so that so that people would say that Wii U is next generation instead of finally gen. being this generation. Because right. 
gra you know, graphically processing power wise, it is um, much more similar to the consoles of this generation than will be the next generation ones because they get these are going to have all them RAMs and such. So, so that's all it is is RAMs and VRAMs. Going to have a whole bunch mm -hmm. of them RAMs. So, so I mean, would we say that? What what would define the last generation of consoles? Because on one Connect. hand, we've got like yeah, Connect. I was gonna say we've got Basically, we've got Connect, it. we've got motion controls, but like, I mean, do we do we think the second screen is really gonna be what defines this next generation? I sure well, hope not. I want to play those Nintendo Land games. I want to have a party at my darn house with just play us playing Nintendo Land, but I don't have a Wii U. And Maybe we I can don't. borrow Christian nuts someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah we should. He's got one. Christian what you, Nutt. What's he doing with it? Playing games? Come on. Probably. What is he? Probably playing Super Mario Brothers U over and over, clearing all the levels. I want to play those Nintendo Land games. I want to see because I think there's a whole bunch of really novel, neat, nifty stuff. It's to me what the next generation is. It's it's the iPhoneization of AAA games. Like I played that that Trials Evolution. I played Trials HD and then Trials Evolution, which just came out this year uh mm -hmm. that game just blew my mind because it's basically an iphone game but it's triple mm -hmm. a graphics and triple a production you I know i feel that way about uh about joe danger also yeah recently that's very much an iphone game the iphoneization of triple a i think that's a i think tablets and stuff have taught people a lot of stuff my friend was just telling me the other day that uh you know his son who's four years old just doesn't get any excitement whatever out of pressing a button here and then watching something happen over there. He likes, like, to him, touching the screen is, like, actual, like, is is game interaction. But kids right? are idiots. They're kids. not idiots. They're, They're real dumb. They're yeah. just, yeah. it's just how games are now. It's like we, people used to spend an hour making an avatar that looked yeah. just like themselves in Skyrim and, yeah. like, People are like, I don't want to see my finger covering part of the screen. But what if you consider your finger part of the game? You're right there. You're right there in the game, Brandon. No. That's the end of that one. Thank you yes. for holding that further away this time. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. We it need to get fine. it in the soundboard. Yeah. Far Cry 3 is being described by the media as, quote, Skyrim with guns. Are there oh, no. Other, are there other games which could benefit from the addition of firearms? Super Mario Bros. <laughs> why? Why do people have to do that? Why do they have to call it Skyrim with guns? Why can't? Why can't they say it's? This is the kind more of like, game that it is. More like Far Cry Rim. Well, it's almost like they're they're. they're it's almost like critics are giving elevator pitches to their readers in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm I'm gonna tell you what everybody okay, everybody with like even a piece of a brain in their head always gets on the internet and complains whenever there's a trailer for a movie that is a god darn remake or a sequel. And they're like, why can't they make anything original? And it's like, because you don't want it, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Facts. that's why critics have to say stuff like Skyrim with guns because yeah. uh, they, they've got to connect everything to everything else. God darn it. That's all. <laughs> what could benefit from fire firearms? I mean, Skyrim basically had firearms. You you could you it could. It had bows and arrows and crossbows. It had bows and arrows and crossbows, and you could mm. shove a guy off a cliff by screaming. I mean, that's that's a. It had a shotgun too. So there you go. I mean, what the it had what a the dang heck? <laughs> no, it didn't. That was a joke. 
Okay. <laughs> it had cheese wheels. You could roll down a hill. That's like a shotgun. Well, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if you told me that it had like a magic stick that yeah. that you know shot out uh, like dragon pellets or something. Was Roda? I yeah. think there should be more games where you can put buckets on people's head and they'll be functionally blind. Yeah. Yeah. Why the heck not? Sure. There should be more games where you can squirt squid ink at somebody so they can't see the screen while they're racing in Super Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> well, the greatest innovation ever, guys. I don't think that any games particularly would benefit from firearms unless they were... I mean, it's fun to kind of subvert things and put random crap in... Like, put the portal gun in Mario and whatever and, and have it cha- kind of change the game design, but I think that any game that would benefit from firearms should already have them in there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like it's an underused design tool. Yes. Certainly. <laughs> yes. I wonder Except about guns. literal firearms, like iron, like arms made out of fire. I could see <laughs> no. some being benefited from that. I would have enjoyed the uh, quiet sections of heavy rain. If I could just shoot everybody. Jason, Jason, bang, Jason, bang, bang, yeah. Jason, bang, bang, Jason, bang, bang, or like shooting in the air to attract him. Sure, I'm over here. I'm in the mall over here, <laughs> Jason. Where are you? Listen to the sound of my gunshot. Oh man, yeah, heavy rain should have just had infinite ammo and guns. Yeah, no, it's, that should have been a mode that you unlocked once you beat it. Mm-hmm. Is, is infinite ammo uh, headband for every character? And you just uh, <laughs> run around with a gun and just shoot whoever yeah. you want. Headband. And the first time the origami killer shows up, you just shoot him and yeah. credits roll. And then you get like a really great no, ending. Origami. Yeah. No origami, he would have a gun. Yeah. <laughs> just the killer. The gun killer doesn't have quite the same ring to it. Now, they'd call him the origami killer. It's just nobody within the world of the game would have any idea why. Because his last name is Origami. He's Mike Origami. Jimbo Origami. Sure. <laughs> I think I think there needs to be a character. I think all games would benefit from a character named Jimbo. Yeah. Jimbo was uh, what they named one of the guy, the main character in Contra. Uh, yeah. in, in I'm, I'm holding out for Skyrim with Jimbo. Skyrim with Jimbo. Skyrimbo. So Far Far Cry 3 is Far Cry Rim. Is that what it yeah. is? Far Cry Rim, yeah. Skyrim yeah. with guns. Who called it that? Um, machinima. All right, we're gonna have well, to call not, the cops. That's not a website. <laughs> yeah, that's machinima. Machinima is an, is, an, is a worldwide entertainment network. Yeah, so sure they're kind of bigger than a website now. Sorry, Brandon, they're very successful. Yeah. We can continue to hate it. I don't, I don't hate, hate it. Anything. It's fine. I I think I just think that it's not a it's not a. Uh, it's not a critical website. It's a place where you display. It's I a don't marketing think Far tool. Cry is a uh, is a is a critical video game. Ooh. Oh, man! So many people on my Twitter are talking about Far Cry, Far Cry, Far Cry. I, I got mean, a form screen question: Are you going to play Far Cry? Uh, I'm going to tell you what, people. Read a book. I would rather eat a newspaper than play Far Cry 3. <laughs> I, I would rather watch season four of The Sopranos than play Far Cry 3, and that's exactly Tim, what I'm going to do. I got I to gotta tell you, you've been, you've been talking about you know eating newspaper a whole lot lately, and I, I just wonder if you're missing some kind of fiber in your it's diet. It's a catchphrase. It's a catchphrase. Some, some kind of nutrition is missing. Hey, I, got, I got eight bags Isn't of spinach. is a thing like right. Pika or something? What? Is, isn't that a thing? Yeah, where is it, like yeah. A, where people eat paper. 
Yeah. You said Pika. Are you talking yeah. about Pikachu? You're not talking no, about Pikachu? I, I, thought that, I thought that was what it's called when people eat paper. Oh, I've, just gotten, I've just gotten a question from uh, from Pickford, brother John Pickford. Who hey, says, don't, what's the best too, one? Yeah. Hey, don't what's address the it till the end of the podcast, Tim. That was well, the this is, I know this is a good question, though. What's, what's the best the, book? So, wait, Far Cry is apparently... Uh, Based on it's it's got apocalypse now overtones to it. And Man, it is feels that, is like that just the heart of darkness to is just that, make everything heart of darkness or whatever. I guess that's is what people it, are doing. Am, am I am I misappropriating that, or was it just somebody who was in? There was a person who said that on Twitter, just an idiot, and someone I should unfollow. Is it, I is it honestly have no idea. This? I hadn't heard it because Speed Cops is about apocalypse now, right? Yeah, yeah. So, well, it's more it's more heart of darkness. <laughs> Nah, it's not more Heart of Darkness. Apocalypse Darkness. <laughs> hey, guys. What? Capcom is breaking into the restaurant franchise business and is commissioning your design plans. Show oh, them you what you've got. Uh, Patrick, sir, Patrick, say something right now. Okay. There, that's, that's it right there. Yep, Mike Hager. <laughs> <laughs> all Mike Hager all the time. Mike that's Hagar's that's Eaterama. Okay, yeah, every, every waiter is dressed like Mike Hagar. and. <laughs> Uh, and the the, the 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 servers come out with a uh, food on garbage can lids. That's right. Wouldn't he be Mayor McHagar? Mayor McHagar. <laughs> Mayor McHagar. You have to eat your turkey legs off the ground. Uh, all they have is <laughs> no plates, soda, and ground That's turkey. That's good. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Candy bars too. I think that if uh, if you if if Ken or Ryu is your waiter, then. They'll just order the food and they'll have it like on a platter and they'll just hadouken it into your face. Yeah. And anytime you ask uh, if you can idea. have a, they they ask you, if 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 a you know a customer asks, hey, can I have a can I have a glass of water? They say, sure, you can. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good puns. Right. Right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Anyway, it would be great. I'm ready. Um, I think that all waitresses should be poison, and all waiters should be. Should also Hagar. be poison. No, no. Hagar. All, no. Yeah. all waiters should be Hagar. All yeah. waiters should be Hagar. All waitresses should be poison. And guy. Yeah. What about so guy we, we could be Cody? eating. We could be eating, and uh, I could point at that waitress, and and I could go, "That girl is poison." Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's true. Never yeah. trust a big button a smile. No. That's a good song. Yeah, yeah that song. That's pretty yeah. good. BBD. BBD. East Coast like Family. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. Okay, so let's make this the New Jack Swing podcast if we can. I mean, you know, back in school, New Jack Swing used to dream about a Capcom restaurant every day. Yeah. Did yeah. you? Yeah. I would like DuckTales restaurant. Details, you eat moon cheese? Yeah, there'd be a franchise in the Amazon on the moon in Transylvania. It would literally be the hardest restaurant to get to in the world. Sounds great. I, I, has, there ever, diamonds. has there ever been anything even like food in a Mega Man game? Uh, the energy tanks, I guess. Yeah. Energy oh, man, that would be the glasses, the, the, the beverage yeah. glasses. Would be are, are there any edible Mega Man bosses? Uh, Wood hmm. Man. Woodman is very much like eating a newspaper. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> well, and, and he throws leaves, which could uh, make tea. You eat them yeah. leaves. There you go. I eat bubble man. You could eat oh. bubble man. But yeah, yeah, making bubble, bubble man tea. 
Well, it sounds like Mega Man is a tea shop, right? You got yeah. the yeah. Wood Man and you got the bubble yeah. tea. Um, yeah, Mega Man is their tea line for, you know. I think realistically it would be like a, a really large restaurant with themed areas. And like when you're reserving a table, it would be reserved in, I don't know, the, the, the Lost Planet desolate white room or, or the... Uh, the Happy Resident Evil slightly scary room that's yeah. a little gross, red and black, and uh, yeah. Nemesis and the, comes and serves you the T virus. Oh man, actually the T virus. T virus. Oh, there we go. T virus. T. Don't they actually have a Resident Evil themed restaurant? Like one of those temporary ones they set up for a year or something. I, know, I think did, you're thinking. Yeah. Resi- I think you're thinking Resident Evil is what you're thinking. <laughs> it's it's just a cafe. Yeah, that was a good joke. I like yeah, that. I liked one. the joke. Did I you guys like that? Good joke. I would listen Did to anybody it. else. If you liked that joke, just go ahead and text me and tell me you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really nice. If yeah, somebody's got to like it. Anyway, right? if this thing happens, it's not going to be nearly as good as any of the things that we've said. Yeah, no. of course not. No. It's gonna. I mean, I went it, to the the Dragon guys, Quest Cafe and. Tokyo. It I wasn't have, nearly. I have something to admit to you guys. This isn't actually happening. It's something I made up. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna. Cry. I don't even want to be here anymore. <laughs> I just want to cry. Die. Uh, I'm sorry. Me? I'm sorry to get your hopes up, guys. I just want I to just, have a funny joke of a conversation. I'm leaving. I just, I just want to cry. <laughs> well, Brandon's left again. I'm switching games. What do I have? <laughs> you got Streets of Rage three. No, I don't really have very many Genesis games. So, like, I think that when I think of Capcom games, I think of a lot of very food-like graphics. Yeah. I think of Super Nintendo's, I think of uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts looking like, sure. it's just a very delicious, foodable-looking video game. Mm-hmm. It's all very... I found Dragon's Fury. Oh, that's Go a good... That. Do that. Good old Sega Genesis is a good console with games on it. Yeah, I, I like that I, Sega. I, I think that all of the... So we were talking about how you have to eat your food off the floor. Yeah. I think I think food should be served in garbage cans and beverages should be energy tanks. Yeah. I think that's yeah. definite, right? But you know they already have those energy tank um, coffee mugs, which is so it's it's sort of happened. They have those at Think Geek or whatever. Well, all, all they got to do is have their just get their merchandising in there. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I just got a text from somebody saying I liked that joke and I have no idea who it is. Great. Nice, it, but they have your phone number. Yeah, somebody has my phone number. Yeah, there. Frank's got the cup right there. It's a it's a three oh seven number. You you have it? Oh, so if the nice. merchandise already exists, nice. that just makes it more plausible that they'll have just it in sure. the restaurant. Put this in the restaurant and uh, serve your your bubble man tea in here. If Capcom <laughs> is one of the fifty four people watching this live stream right now, please make this happen. Capcom is not a people. I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. point that out. I've met Capcom. Okay, he's a pleasant, charming guy. I'm, I'm pretty sure all Capcom the is. Uh, I'm pretty sure Capcom is watching this. Nice timing. Yeah. All right. Who would win in a fight? God of War's Kratos or Bayonetta? Oh man, Crayonetta would win. That's not a thing. <laughs> I would vote for Crayonetta. Yeah, I'm going to vote too. for uh, Crayola. <laughs> Crayola? Yeah. Crayola you mean Craytola? If, Cray- well, if Kratos had a crayon company, yeah. it, would, it would be Craytola. So Kratos uh, is a god now, right? So does yeah. that kind of answer the question? Oh, Bayonetta, well, spoiler alert, Bayonetta ends Bayonetta 
the game by hurling God into the sun. So fighting gods isn't really a problem for her. Okay. Well, uh, wait. okay, wait, yeah, wait. Yeah. She, 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 does she hurl like the one god, or or is she? Uh, it's is the one. God? Yeah, it's pretty much the one god. Is it the a Hindu god? Judeo-Christian god, except it's a woman. So there are no more gods. I mean, yeah. like Greek gods or, or Roman gods or whatever it is, the god of war is kind of based off of. They, they get they get punked all the time, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but not by Where's mortal the- men. Sometimes, well, they, like, do, yeah. yeah. Sometimes that happens. Greek gods got punked by mortal men a bunch. Read a yeah. book, Jaffe. Nah, <laughs> nah, I don't want to. <laughs> so, yeah, so, don't, I mean, don't read a book, Jaffe. It's, it's against his religion. I'd rather watch The Sopranos. Keep playing. <laughs> uh, keep playing uh, uh, video games like Bayonetta. <laughs> sure. the, the book of video games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say the box. So, <laughs> it's so, a book with guns. So Kratos has those uh, those daggers on chains yeah. that are tied to his arms. Yeah, right? he got them flanges, and they they fly around and stuff, and they 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 kind of laser zoom in on enemies. Mm-hmm. So he has he has a lot of accuracy. Because Bayonetta has psychic hair. Yeah, yeah she's, she's, she's got, got a hair suit. Yeah. And she's got gun A her suit hair suit. Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> so she's got that, and I don't understand who is necessarily better equipped to fight the other. I, I can tell you who I would prefer to win is Bayonetta, because I think Kratos is a douche. So, I mean, that's, that's as far as I can go. I can't ah, say ah. who would definitely win, but... Uh, Kratos is a douche, and I don't like him, so I choose. I, I choose think Bayonetta is uh, kind of dumb looking. Like, yeah, I, I don't like the way she looks. I think she has a bad fashion sense. She's not uh, as dumb looking as Kratos. Though. Yeah, I was about to say Kratos has the skull tattoo, and he has the worst sort of beard that a person can have. So I don't want to see that guy win a fight. If Bayonetta had that beard, would your opinion change? I would like her less than Kratos if she had that beard. Yeah. I would like her more if she had the beard, I think. Oh, welcome back, Brandon. Oh, thanks. What's up? I think she could win just by grabbing his beard and pulling on it. Great. You don't want to have that's that's a real disadvantage in a in a hand to hand fight. Do you think Bayonetta I, could psychically control other people's hair? Maybe she could yes. like make Kratos' yes. beard kill him. She could make his beard just kind of rip the bottom of his yeah. jaw off. What what if Bayonetta has telekinesis but only with hair? Like Magneto. She could she could drive his his lower jawbone up through his brain. <laughs> nice. Did you guys see what Frank was doing over there? It's very confusing. Uh, what are we doing? He's, oh, I'm he's just I'm finding things in my drawer here. He's that I he's know got Dragon's Fury playing on his on on the TV. Yeah. Which is the Genesis version of uh of the turbo graphics game um uh 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 dragons wait what wait what what's it called Dra- not dragon's curse dragon's oh my fury. god like, Dra- dragon's no, fury dragon quest dragon no dragon dragon dragon's Killer. fury is a is a uh, sequel dragon ball z to uh devil's curse devil's curse yeah. devil's curse or devil's crush and devil's so he was confusing crush. because he put up a he put a turbo graphics symbol right in front of it yep i i forgot that i had these stickers Nice. Oh, so, nice. stickers. Yeah. so good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love these forever. Those are uh, good stickers. They say Turbo Graphics right on them. I was going to fill one on your car in the middle of the night and not tell you. But oh, man. 
I probably well, would have been mad. Yeah. yeah. And he probably would have killed you. <laughs> but uh, so I don't think I understand, once again, how to care who wins this fight. Um, because I don't like either one of them very much. Okay. And Which game I've, do you like better? Because there's a right answer. Yeah, the right answer is neither, I'm pretty sure. Have you ever played uh, Bayonetta? I played Bayonetta for about 30 minutes, um, and it was okay. And I played uh, God of War for about an hour, and I hated it. So, yeah. so there, there you go. go. Bayonetta. Bayonetta, <laughs> Bayonetta wins. Bayonetta, Bayonetta, wins. Bayonetta, is, Bayonetta wins because she's in a better video game there. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. And also, yeah. yeah. Oh, before we move on, uh, okay. John Pickford has requested that if you have Pluck, Frank Cifaldi, can you put Pluck on? I don't have Pluck. What? No. Wait, wait, wait. Pluck, Pluck on the Super Nintendo I would have on the flashcard, but uh, my Super Nintendo is not currently hooked up because it's still in a suitcase from when I brought it to GDC Online in Austin and hooked it up in my hotel room. Uh, well, don't worry about I'm it. Playing Sunset Riders. Yeah, we should. We'll 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 get it on the show oh, later. Sunset Riders is so much better on the Genesis. The end. Bury me with my money. I will. Next question. That's gonna Next be what? Question. Fifty cents. Fifty cents, Tim. Is that how much you're gonna be buried with? Yeah, I'm gonna be buried with my monies. When was the exact point in time that talking about video games in public became socially acceptable? What? The Nintendo hmm. Wii. Probably I think. when they started. Yeah. Like yeah. when when Pac Man came out, I don't know. Yeah, probably around Pac Man. Yeah. Well, we, to we say maybe guys, Pong. I don't the... think I don't think y'all can deny that for a while there, it wasn't cool to talk about video games. Yeah, but they I... meant the point in time when it became. Uh, they said point in time when it became acceptable. They didn't say when it became acceptable and then unacceptable and then acceptable again. Who, who right, let's they? talk about the various points in time. Yeah. They is me. I am a conglomerate. They okay. is agent. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's Jaffies. <laughs> um, so it it's like the Nielsen's, but... <laughs> probably became unacceptable around about uh, late 90s, early 2000s, you reckon? Yeah, I remember having, having yeah. Star Wars uh, Shadows of the Empire into my... Uh, in, in, in a bag, a Target bag, and this hot girl offered me a ride back from work, this hot girl that I worked with, and I was like, oh, God, I hope she doesn't see that I have Star Wars Shadows of the Empire, which with, with, a, with a $79.99 price tag on it. <laughs> yes. right? and, then, and then she did see it, and I said, well, I actually price matched from Kohl's where it was fifty four ninety six because they have very irregular prices on video nice. games. They didn't even wait, carry wait, video wait. games. Question, question. Did you, um, did you offer the, the uh, price match story before she said anything? <laughs> no, like, she did, saw Did she see no. the game and you immediately went, oh, I price matched it? <laughs> well, no, no. Hey, hey, first of all, I had been laid at this point. I was in good physical shape. Oh, I still sorry. hit video games, right? I, I still, I was socially okay, but I still hid video games. So, like, the bag is just there, and I've got it, like, and I'm just holding it in my hand, like, under my arm, you know, the way you, uh, the way a, a mafia boss would hold a newspaper, right? And then she's like, what's Before that? So she goes, what's that you got there? And I go, oh, just something I bought. And she's like, what did you buy? And I said, it's a video game, and I, I I took it out and I said, "You'll see the price tag says seventy nine ninety nine." But I want to let you know. And then I took the the Coles the cutout piece of the Coles ad that with the Coles uh, price match and then my ten percent discount, 
wasn't too bad. And then her answer was, my brother has that game. And her brother was like 12. So that was the end. Of the, so, nice. so I think my, my, the reason I say late nineties is because in the That's early nineties, in, in, in the early nineties and, and mid nineties, I think there was still, you know, the Genesis and the super Nintendo and stuff. And, I think games had so after the seventies, early eighties, games became a thing that really was f- just for kids, pretty much uh, in in the public perception. Like earlier on, it was kind of thought of as for everybody, and you could have it was like a home computer sort of as well. Once it got into the home, um, yeah. But then, but then it became a thing that was mostly for kids, and so those of us that grew up in that grew up still liking games after being after stopping being kids uh there was a stigma against that for a little while that is has started to dissipate but i think earlier on it, there was no hardly a stigma at all except that it cost a lot of money uh for some people when i when i went to japan in 2001 and wait 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 you are you going to tell me that you've been to japan <laughs> i lived there for a couple of years all right. I don't really want to talk about it. Okay. Yes. We're not talking girls. about like the little Japan somewhere in like New York or something. We're Japan, talking about the Japan. actual Japan. You've Why is it always talking. little Tokyo? Why don't they I'm ever have little Kyoto or something? Tokyo. Or little, little Fukuoka. Big Tokyo. To, or, to get through all of your, your questions, yes, the girls are hot. No, okay. they're not. They aren't. They aren't. And uh, yes, their teeth are perfect. All Everyone's teeth is just perfect over there. What about okay. anyway, anyway, before I went to Japan, uh, video games definitely were not cool for anybody to talk about. Like, cool, normal people. <laughs> They were definitely <laughs> they were definitely not cool for normal people to talk about. And then when I came back from Japan in 2009 to see my parents for Christmas, they were just everywhere. There's just Call of Duty with Mountain Dew and Doritos right there at the front of Target. Call and of Mountain Duty. Call of Mountain <laughs> Duty. Yeah, I tweeted a picture once and I said, Call of Mountain Duty modern Pepsi, because there was a Pepsi there too. Okay, so... Well, right. then you own that joke. I'm sorry I that I that made joke. that joke. I bought that joke with a tweet. Okay. Guys, I'm not calling this episode that. So Anyway, anyway. Leave your hopes uh, I think it was Halo. I think Microsoft marketed Halo correctly, and the yeah. Xbox marketed it correctly. It was like, look at this. I, I mean, Halo had come out at the same time as uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, mm-hmm. right? They were they were out at the exact same ish time, so it's like. I would also maybe make a. Uh, Metal uh, Gear Solid Two was for people who liked doing this in the dark, you yeah, know. Sure. I'm making a jerking off motion, a real vigorous one. That's what I'm doing. Like not uh, actually masturbating, just making the motion. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Think, that that would yeah. get us rated NC17. Yeah. I right. think you could also uh, make an argument for for eco also just as a. Um, so Halo 4 did like the big public perception thing, and then I think Eco kind of made made the game journalists feel okay about liking games again, calling yeah. themselves lifestyle journalists. We're just gonna finish that because it, now it sounds like a com- incomplete, well, half-hearted. Bullshit. Do we want to use our one up for that? Oh nah. yeah, we get a one up, guys. Nah, fuck it. Okay, which <laughs> artists would you put on the soundtrack for a Metroid movie? 
Metroid the movie. I hate this movie. Dubstep yeah. all the way. Yeah, all the dubsteps. <laughs> Let's just step I would on have all the Skrilla, dubs. Uh, and Michael Jackson. Wait, Skrillex. Skrillex. <laughs> I call him Skrilla as a joke all, all the time. And that guy's all about the Benjamins, I've heard. I accidentally called him Skrilla in a serious manner. He is 95 to 100% about the Benjamins with a reasonable margin of error. Yeah, I would say that he is, he's real close to 100% on that. I think, I think that the Japanese rock and roll band Boris would be pretty good yeah. for a Metroid movie because they do ambient music but also crushing loud music. And I would it, put it sounds like music right. for an alien landscape. Yeah, I think um in a in a similar vein, the band Zombie, Z O M B I would be really good. Uh and all of their kind of offshoots like Majeur and basically just bring back uh I think what we're trying to get to here is is a goblin soundtrack. Um the way Goblin used to do soundtracks for the Italian movies like Tenebrae and you know all Dario Argento's stuff, um, that that kind of thing would probably be really good if you were going to make a good Metroid movie. But why would anyone do that? It's they're probably going to make some kind of garbage. In which case, it should all be like Linkin Park and Nickelback. Well, I was going to say that uh, John Woo owns the rights. Jonathan <laughs> I was going to suggest a Hoobastank for the yeah. Yeah, Mitch Rubastank. Yeah. <laughs> I say Taylor Swift. Taylor yeah. Swift. Miley Cyrus. Wait, why? Why is Taylor Swift the one that makes you balk after we've talked about Nickelback and, and <laughs> Linkin Park and stuff? Because, like, because, those guys, because, because those guys are like, yeah, let's fight some monsters. I'm stuck in this dungeon. They got, they got guitars. Like, they they yeah. don't yeah. say anything about dungeons or monsters in those in those songs. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty like, sure. But he's, he's saying that they have imagine. guitars. Also, you could reasonably Taylor imagine Swift has a guitar. Did you guys like, like Samus that, and the that, little baby Metroid are never ever ever going to get back? Did you guys <laughs> like how I tried to answer the question seriously a couple minutes ago? Yeah, I, I did like it too. Yeah. I did it too. Okay, you don't get to own answering questions seriously just because you did it the one time. I did it first. If you do it first, you own it. That's the rule. Well, <laughs> well. So uh, I think that Taylor Swift, being a lady, uh, is swaler tip for it because. She should also star in it. Why not? <laughs> she could be Samus. You know what's real cool about Metroid? What's that? Is what's, cool what's how uh, you play the game, right? Yeah. And then at the really, very yeah. end, that you realize right. that you were a woman the whole time. No way. I mean, oh my God. Who, else, who else felt totally ripped off at the end of Metroid? Man, not just me, me right? Me too. All that fun I just had. I ain't no darn lady. I'm <laughs> a lady. I'm not even no lady. What is that it, hack you got there, Brandon? What I got it, Super Mario Brothers Hunching Tigers Gabbit Hunting. Super Metrario Brothers. Yeah. I'm I'm playing Mario as a uh, he's a referee. Oh, good. So it's got, the, the Walter Day mode. <laughs> yeah, it's the Walter Day mode. <laughs> you know, they got Missy Elliott to do the soundtrack for the Tomb Raider movie. So who would be today's Missy Elliott? Missy Elliott. I don't know. Tomb Raider is not cool, exactly actually. Metroid, though. Missy Elliott's all right. I'd hang out with her. Yeah, I think Missy Elliott's great. So She'd get her to do it again. Why the heck not? Sure. Wait, would a Metroid movie even have any dialogue? Like, yeah, maybe it's, it's, it's a movie. That's why I'm saying <laughs> Boris. Have you guys heard the Boris uh, Mabuta no Ura uh, soundtrack? It's a soundtrack no. for a movie that doesn't exist? Yes. Of course not. I have. Brandon's heard it. 
It's fantastic. I think a Metroid movie would sound like that. Yeah. It's and really then, good. Uh, there would be a boss fight, which would uh, I think it would be mostly a silent movie set to music and with sound effects. Boris, I would Boris watch, and I would watch and that. Son. Why not Boris and Son? And it would be uh, mostly in black and white. Wait, They've so a silent movie with music and sound effects just means no dialogue, right? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. that's what that, that was. I the mean, joke. That, yeah. that was the the best part of Up was that opening sequence. Yeah, sure. I still haven't seen that. Brent, uh, Frank, do you have that on Blu-ray? No. Oh, that's too bad. I would have asked to borrow that if you. The only one that I have, which I think you borrowed, was Ratatouille. No, I went to that's see that in the movie. theater when uh, that, when they had it. Really good. Right. Oh man, I loved Ratatouille. Ratatouille. You just want to talk about. Want to talk about Pixar? We can do that. There, yeah, let's just there, talk about how great Ratatouille is. I don't Are they like going to make a sequel to uh, Up called Down? Lol, that was a joke. I like my jokes. Yeah. Are you going to make thing. a sequel to Ratatouille called Ratatouille? Jaffe, here's here's the thing about Ratatouille. All right. Yeah. So he's 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 supposed to at the Ratatouille end become a famous chef that keeps that keeps on going and and owning Chefing. a restaurant and this is it's supposed to take place over like more than a year. Yeah. How long do rats friggin' live? They get cancer and die in like eight. This is months. a rat that can control a guy's actions by pulling his hair. Rats can live up to fifty years, Brandon. That's that's a lie. <laughs> it's it's true. Rats can live up to fifty years. Not no dang regular street rats. I'm, I'm, well, street actually, rat. they probably have a better chance. Scoundrel. <laughs> Good old Aladdin jokes. <laughs> yes. Yes. A survey of the lifespan of pet rats, that is, Rattus norvegicus, the yeah. Norway rat, fancy rat, or brown rat. Yeah. I Says want a what? fancy rat. I don't what? know. It's, it's a goddamn scholarly paper. Tell me the answer. The, take the survey. Yeah, the abstract. <laughs> anyway. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm, okay, I can't find it on the internet, so I'm pretty sure they live to be about 50, 60 years. No. <laughs> That's a darn lie. Termites. Everyone, everyone's seeing it. this now. There it is. Yeah. Termites so. can live up to 50 years. We have, termites, a, sure. we have a listener question. Oh, uh, let's hear it. Daniel yep. Cleland asks What is the video game equivalent of the Fender Stratocaster? Oh, man. Well, a Fender Stratocaster is a guitar. True. That uh, that uh, has single coil pickups, True. and it has uh, it has three of them, and you can select to use either the the top two, the middle one, the bottom two, or all three, or the bottom one by itself, or the middle one by itself. So it's Back. got the five way switcher. Yeah. So N sixty four controller then. It is it is versatile. Yeah, yeah. It's versatile. Uh, it has what do you call it? A pure tone. So okay. it's got a, a mellow. Kind of a creamy sound is the word that the uh, audiophiles use, and I don't, I don't that like. Sound is that, gross. That I mean, yeah, that I word like, is gross. I don't like it's that also, they use the word creamy to describe it. It's also probably because of these factors, sort of the everyman's guitar. Yeah, it's the uh, it's okay. Uh, my my bro, uh, who knows a lot more about guitars than I do, was like, you never hear a guy go, man. Gotta get me a Stratocaster. Right, but a lot of people <laughs> like, do, and it's 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 like. Okay, they I, do I think, get that, I think yeah. I, I yeah, think it's kind uh, of like a I'll, default guitar for people yeah, and, that don't and, really know what but, but kind it's of still, guitar they're going to get. But it's get. still a good quality guitar. It's like if Helvetica. you're a lawyer with an amp in his office. Helvetica yeah. is in in the font world. Helvetica, I think, is the is it's a respectable font of of fonts. Yeah, yeah. I like Verdana. So Super Mario Brothers. Verdana's all right. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers. Uh, 
Yeah, Super Mario Brothers. It's it's the de- the dependable choice, but it's not a bad sure. thing. It's really you know it's it's Some good. It's solid. Like it, if you're gonna show people what a what a what a, what a game is, you might show them Super Mario Brothers. They've never really screwed it up yet. No. I feel like yeah. I don't know. Those new Super Marios aren't that great. Yeah, no, but they guess, didn't screw it up. It's just not great. Not, neither the new Stratocasters. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really want a new Stratocaster. I would like to say that uh, that Sonic the Hedgehog is the Telecaster of video games, but those new Sonic the Hedgehog games are terrible. Yeah. I mean, I think I think everybody has widely acknowledged that. I think they have done it. I, I, I think we are that. the first podcast ever to boldly acknowledge that any <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog game is not the second coming of the Messiah. I want to say that Tetris is a type of guitar, but uh, I don't know what type. Maybe um, it's like a... Maybe it's just a Gibson Les Paul special. Is it, is it, no, is it, no. I mean, is, is there a guitar out there with a high sky uh, skill ceiling? Something that's like like easy to use, hard string. to master. Gretsch, yeah. Gretsch, White Falcon, twelve string. I know well, nothing about guitars, so I'm just throwing. There's out here. there's really not too too much going on with a twelve string. It's well, just, but if you if you wanna if you wanna play it really well, I mean, if you wanna do more than strum it, if you wanna actually pick that thing, you gotta have some high skills. I, I, I think a twelve string feels like it's, it's basically like Gran Turismo in that uh, a twelve string is a more visceral experience. It's a more it's a more detailed experience for people who crave the realism. It's like I feel like I'm playing a guitar over here. But now I feel like I'm playing a really guitar-y guitar. And a tuning a 12-string takes like a goddamn 45 minutes, takes me to tune that thing. Yeah. So that's that takes a long darn time. So Gran Turismo takes about 45 minutes from putting the disc into getting into a race. So that's that's the 12-string guitar of games. Tetris feels like a sort of a, a, sort of a guitar. I just don't know what kind. What is the oh, Gibson SG? What? What is that? Is that a? Is that? Oh, that's the Hello Kitty. That's not a Fender Stratocaster. That's a Squire or a Stratocaster. Okay. Sweet. That Hello guitar Kitty sucks. Cool, by though. the way, it's like there are so many cool things you could do with the Hello Kitty design on a guitar, and it's just that's really boring. And it's got one pickup. I mean, come on. Okay, maybe it's sometimes like they're not a serious guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I want to have a, a guitar oh, like tag that. Tag and Dragon, I would, yeah. I would play that guitar. Why not? Tag and Dragon, a good old uh, Sachin game from Brandon there. Got the so if, if Mario is the Stratocaster of games, New yes. Super Mario Brothers is the Stratocaster of games, what kind of guitar is Bonk? Is it like a Dean dime bag? It's, uh, in a, it's, a, it's an epiphany. It's, it's a keytar. It's an epiphany. <laughs> no, I think I think Bonk is is a uh, is a dime bag barrel series sure. Dean sure. metal metal guitar with the yeah. that kind of characteristic tone. Yep. I would cool. say Bonk it, is pretty metal. Drop D for Bonk. Yeah, yeah Bonk, Bonk might be one of the ones that's shaped like an axe. Yeah, like a oh, Jackson. Oh. Yeah. Oh man, an axe. So, so Axon Jackson. Axon Jackson. So, as so what would Jackson. be the double guitar? Double guitar? The, the I, double I neck guitar? Double dragon. Skyrim? No, be, uh, something on the DS. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably that so, new Super Mario Brothers. So a double neck guitar lets you play bass or guitar. There's like that certain type that's that's got a bass and a guitar on one thing. Yeah. So, uh, 
Maybe it would be Beat Mania, just because of all the buttons you get to press. (laughs) The Xbox Kinect is the theremin of video games. Ooh, true. And that is that is true. That's a fact. I, I think I think the super. I think it has to be a series to be a Stratocaster because it has to be something that you could just get at any time. And I think Super Mario is probably the right answer. Yeah. I think Super Mario Brothers Three is definitely the Eric Clapton series uh, V neck guitar. More like Eric Crapton. Eric Crapton. Oh Eric Crapton. More oh. like. What all you did was like switch a letter. That's brilliant. That's. I know. Wow. I know. This is a new kind of humor I'm developing, Frank. It's very complicated. It's um, god darn. You got to polish. Polish like steel. That humor. Yeah. Next topic. Tim Schafer is soliciting direction for his game studio from his Kickstarter backers. Nice. Considering his fan base, would this likely? How would this likely end if they were not given 23 preset options? Now, hang on. You're, you're talking about the uh, Amnesia Fortnite thing, yeah. right? Okay, that is not his Kickstarter backers. Those are, uh, don- uh, those are donors to, to Humble Bundle. Uh, ah. the, the Kickstarter thing is very separate, so let's Well, thank you, for, thank you for you're welcome. Me. These are people donating <laughs> to charity and or Double Fine. Um, <clears throat> and th- your question again was... One of 23 preset options... What would it be? It would be a, a pirate-themed point-and-click adventure game. Yeah, yeah I, I think just it would say be Monkey Island. <laughs> it would yeah. absolutely be that, or possibly Grim Fandango, or like yeah. it would. It would just be. I think it would be exactly in line. They want him to do the thing that they. You know, I mean, they, they, they want Tim Schafer to be Tim Schafer. They don't want him to be like, oh my god, put Kratos in Mario and then make them have sex with Sonic. That's not what they're gonna want. Right. I think that that Tim Schafer's fans are all people who like original new stuff. So they would they wouldn't want him to make another Grim Fandango. They just want him to make a totally new thing. Could be. That's hilarious, uh, Tim. That was a pretty good joke, huh? It's <laughs> probably the best joke of the uh, podcast. I yeah. bet if I bet if Hideo Kojima uh, had a Kickstarter, people would just keep typing "Zone of the Enders three, please," and then somebody would go "Metal Gear Solid 6, by pe- please. By people, do you mean Vito? Wait, is there a Metal Gear Solid Five? Is that is that happening? Yeah, that's that, actually happening. When yeah, is that oh. Metal Gear Rising game coming out? Is that coming out Never. soon? Who cares? I don't. Yeah. I would I play that Grim Fandango game. too. If you could make Grim Fandango, but it would be like like a. With guns, like you could shoot yeah. everybody. Yeah. yeah. Well, hang on. Yeah, you didn't play Grim Fandango, and you do get a gun, and you shoot guys. So. You don't shoot everybody in the whole darn story, though. Trust me. No, that's See? true. You don't. You don't trust shoot. Me, the, I think. You don't shoot the darn place up. So it'd be, it'd be Grim Fandango, the free-to-play uh, FPS. Yeah. F two P. F two P FPS. The, the, the free play shooter. <laughs> I'd play a free-to-play shooter. There is all for Korea. Yeah. Congratulations, you have many options. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm curious to to go back to the question a little bit. Um, Good idea. Who are who are Double Fine fans? People like who most like of the people, I, video games, cool people. But most of the people I know who actually who who like Double Fine are people who work in the industry. It's it's either journalists or developers. Yeah, it's kind of true. Double well, Fine might be the most insider baseball of video game developers. I don't know. They got three million goddamn dollars. Yeah, That's and true. it's it's of popular video game developers. Right, but I mean, their fans are not just industry people. They're they're just kind of well informed. 
in people who who appreciate quality work. I, I mean, they're they're probably like the people you see in the coffee shop typing on their laptops uh, with yeah. the new with the new screenplay they're going to make. Uh, think, not not as a slight to them necessarily, but uh, right. Uh, I think they're they're the kind of people that feel like they have creative opinions, even if. Uh, even if they prefer those that are sometimes prefer those that are those decisions that are made for them, like by Tim Schafer. Right. So, so do they actually play the games that double fine has been making lately? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, do, do like, because, because I think their games are really interesting, but I also almost never crack one open. I tell you what, that that Chris, that Chris Woodard fella who uh, has written for answer credit before, he's a real smart guy. guy. He likes movies and he's a, he's a smart, intelligent fella. He played through brutal legend, uh, three times. And then he was actually, he was borrowing my copy and he was actually resentful when um when i asked for it back he's like why, <laughs> why like why i'm gonna, I'm gonna to vouch to for uh, woodard's actually like read a whole bunch of books he's read like six seven books uh, <laughs> yeah total yeah like old ones ones that are like at least this thick like no like, pictures serious not even one picture yeah. not, even, not even the picture books and, yeah and we're, we're, we're not counting the brutal legend instruction manual pdf or whatever no, it is right no. but i mean i think that i think these these guys they probably play some of them not necessarily all of them but they have tim schaefer is easy to have an opinion about and to feel like, like you can identify with because he's a smart guy who says stuff and so you want him to succeed anyway yeah smart guys well, okay, sorry that, that was a really vague dumb way to say that <laughs> but he's 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 an intelligent guy who's out there and and not trying to hide from his from his customers or trying to you know, you never have to spin anything that he says because he'll already say something. How uh, many of those Grim Fandango fans, really, how many of them actually Grim played? Fandango. How many of those Grim Fandango actually played that god darn uh, uh, Sesame Street game, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, the same Street game. That, that, was not, that was not for the adults, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was, I mean, you can be a fan of a studio, but not necessarily, you know, uh, absorb all of their works. That yeah. trenched game was kind of cool. I like the costume cool. quest. I did. I'll be darned if I actually played it, but it looked really cool. I didn't like costume quest very much because uh, not enough costumes or not enough questing. There was far too much QTEing. That was the problem, and I have to oh. look at the controller every time I do QTE. Well, you can't spell fail. quest without Q T and E. Oh hey, woo. <laughs> so what was the question? The question was, what did Tim Schafer's fans <laughs> I know, want that, that him to make? It was a joke. Pirate theme point and click adventure game. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was the answer. Yeah. So maybe with move, skulls. Maybe a pirate theme point and click adventure with the uh, Psychonauts 2 as a playable arcade cabinet inside. Psych 2 Nuts. Psych 2 Nuts. Let's move on to the next topic, shall we? I think it would actually be Psychonaut 2. The S would be a 2. Okay. Let's continue. How can the visual novel style game so popular in Japan gain more traction in America? Well, they've already gained a whole bunch of traction. Uh, there's a game called Surviving High School for the uh, for the iPad, iPod Touch, iOS, iPhone uh, that gets like the EA bought it. It uh, has what like 50 million players or something. Really? That's more yeah. than any Japanese visual novel style game I think right. has I mean, ever had. If if you were gonna uh, they, they do it, it so they, they nailed the everything. If so. you were gonna do it in the way that uh, that 
the visual novels in Japan became popular, you would have to be creepy. You'd, yeah, you'd yeah. have to pander to a specific kind of audience. So what you would do is you would you would get a Twilight visual novel, you would yeah, get a yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey visual novel. That's exactly then, what I was going to say. Like They would have oh, to make like, exclusive Twilight yeah. content that doesn't yeah, exist so anywhere you, else. You, you would just get a certain kind of a pervert, and uh, you would target it toward them. And uh, But it, it, I don't mean pervert in necessarily in a sexual way. Right. I mean uh, the kind of person that... that feels like they're slightly different. Um, and I'd say Twilight fans feel that way. They're probably like somewhere in the Midwest. I think the uh, word you're looking for might be deviant. You need to, you need yeah. to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deviant. deviant's better. Yeah. Um, and I totally agree. And like I said, Twilight is exactly what I was thinking of. You got to find, you got to find something with a really rabid fan base. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah. It's very particular mm-hmm. and, and make something that fits in canonically, but only there. Yeah. Um, and I think Twilight is a perfect example, and that would do it. And then from there, you just kind of make games that people think like, oh, that's like that Twilight game. I've been yeah. wondering for years now uh, where the crossover is between romance novels and like casual Facebook games because they have the same audience. I was, yeah. I was about to say, that's a good question yeah. within yeah. a question, is uh, could these visual novels replace standard fiction because everybody's talking mm-hmm. about books going to kind of go the way of the dinosaur you know yeah. books are going to be gone it's going to be kindles and then now they've got these kindles with the touch screen kindle fires so it's like why i mean yeah i mean it so 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 we need to make the visual novel of 50 shades of gray and then we'll all be millionaires right yeah i mean yeah. just just get just get yeah. stephanie meyer to i'm not like her next book be a visual novel and then that's it i think okay look i'm gonna go ahead and tell you guys the truth stephanie meyer's a chump she wrote okay. a book she wrote okay, a book whoa. basically hold on basically Let's she wrote down. that book on god darn accident number yeah. one <laughs> on god darn accident she wrote Jackie that just book fell over just, i'm <laughs> sorry i gave him a god darn heart attack i'm sorry son <laughs> sorry son i had to do it i had to do it he can't even do it i had to do it so she wrote that book on god darn accident she got famous on god darn accident what True. i the, the question i'm no posing here questioning is, the quality of her work yeah, no. yeah i know i know i know but the, the question okay. i'm posing here is uh can we make a visual novel that is a, an original visual novel that then becomes as lucrative and beloved as not without some name attached to it it doesn't have to be within an existing ip but have like, you guys heard like a, of this a. rowling could do a visual novel not even yeah. have you heard of this surviving high school thing? yeah they, I they, I, they've I downloaded it they're like making a tv show or something out of it mm-hmm. that's kind of a thing isn't it yeah, I mean, if you like, a, if you did a uh, somebody a else high one. Uh, oh yeah, Degrassi, uh, Degrassi, Degrassi visual novel. Yeah. yeah, I'd play that. Yeah, and then we can t- we can get Drake to sponsor it. He'll be the dude in the wheelchair again. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if, if you they, could re- repeat surviving high school. Maybe you could, but, then, but it would I'm have pr- to. I'm pretty sure you could. I'm pretty sure. I, that think, I gonna... think all you could do is like appeal to that exact same audience and hope that they hadn't heard of surviving high school. The uh, bio. Well, I mean, writers. a lot of people haven't. 
Yeah, and and but you would still have to be doing sort of a juvenile school based. Well, which I guess most visual novels are anyway. Right? Well, I I yeah. don't know why the you know the the Halo novels and the Skyrim. I don't know if there are Skyrim novels, but I imagine there will be. Like why those aren't interactive visual novels, visual novels uh, yeah. on on the iPad and whatnot. Like why why the heck not? I guess maybe because they might think that people want the shooting parts. But I bet I bet you could get kids to actually start reading stuff if you made a visual novel of Halo um on the iPad and and the Kindles and so Well I mean yeah I think I, I I think I attribute a lot of my uh desire to read on having Nintendo Power when I was nine, you know? Mm. And uh or eight I guess. And I I think that's a similar sort of thing. You could get kids reading again if you if you relate it to something they're already interested in yeah maybe so i don't i don't have that frame of reference because i just liked books i didn't have a tv so right. i liked books yeah I, I liked books as well is is my my little secret <laughs> don't make me fall over again tim books books i, I, I will say I that i made a uh what uh, no, I, I was just going to say real quick um, that, like, so people attribute a lot of Fifty Shades of Grey's success to the fact that it, it was it came out when people were reading on portable like devices where it wasn't immediately obvious what you were reading. Ah. Right? So, so I feel like, like, like um, whatever visual novel we're thinking of, like the the setting of romance, but also Eros, is probably like part of that personal experience. Like that's what we would want to capture. So I don't know if a Halo novel would do that. Or at least if it would, oh, if it yeah. would bank off that in the right way. No, I, w- I wasn't saying that Halo novel is is the way to do it. That was just... That was an yeah. aside. All right, well, Tim, anybody you, who... Uh, you, you, I have a whole bunch something to say, do you want to use the one-up? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll vote yes. We could use our one-up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it, it is the, the last question, so you might it, as well. Yeah, it is the last okay, question. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, what was I going to say? It was about those... I, 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 I think if you were to, like, make a... Uh, like a visual novel out of something like Moby Dick and like turn the experience of reading, reading the book, like get a public domain work of literature and make a visual novel out of it. A Sherlock Holmes story, you know, it's not yeah, even it a, would have to be, it would have to be something more like Sherlock Holmes. Cause with, with Moby Dick, I mean, it wouldn't, it would basically become a picture book, not a visual novel In visual novels. You tend to be able to, uh, at least have the illusion of choice. Um, well, yeah, there could be a whole bunch of choice. There's a lot of lot of uh, dangerous things happen out on the open sea, you know. No, you could be like, do you spear this whale or do you escape? Totally from safe. It? Yeah, it's a safe and, place. Yeah, nothing. Ain't no krakens in there. Yeah, that's <laughs> why <something laughs> nothing bad ever happens in the ocean. Yeah, I the think ocean um, is, nothing's yeah. terrible over there. I really think you could. I think you could do it, and um, it would be cool. And Tim, why don't you just try to make your next book? A visual novel, just do it. I'm, uh, I'm actually, I'm writing a book, and I'm, I'm thinking of how it would be possible to make a, a movie, or is not it, a movie, a game out of it. Is it about That's, Japan? No, the book is I'm not sorry, about. Just, it. The, if, book is, the book is about Indiana. Guys, if Barack Obama wins this election, I'm moving to the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> it's safe there. No, <laughs> no whales. Hey. Okay, no. well, that's so anyway, I wanted to finish, I wanted to wrap finish. up, like, the one thing I was going to say was, I think that Surviving High School game does all the stuff right. Uh, it does, yeah. it does the Japanese visual novel of game style more right 
than any Japanese visual novel. Well, it also does has. the episodic content thing way better than anything out of Japan as well. Right? Yeah, with mm-hmm. uh, with the, like they're they're persistent and constant with it, and I think it's like a weekly? fantastic. Do they do a weekly update? Weekly, yes. Yeah, think, they, they don't even the... try to do that in Japan. They don't. They don't do updates. They do sequels. It is an incredible, fantastic format for entertainment, yep. and I personally would put a couple dollars toward the bet that uh, it, it explodes at some point. In the we'll next, talk so. about weekly episodic content in a future episode. Right now, it's time to get on to the lightning round. Speaking okay. of weekly episodic content. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Time to get serious and uh, change perspectives here. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's some I, am going to list, I am going to list for you the titles of some Japanese pornographic video games. Okay. Your, your job <laughs> is to reimagine them as non-pornographic video games. Easy. Okay. Take the title and make it about something completely different. I got about 12 games here. Are you ready? Yeah. No. Sure. Let's start with Bazooka Cafe. Whoa! I want to play the heck out of this game. (laughs) Yeah, you got that rocket launcher, and there's cups of coffee. There's just, like, coffee pouring from the sky. Like, coffee cups. You gotta shoot them before they can burn you. You gotta shoot the cups that are coming at you? Is that... I want I want this game to have a lot of physics. You're in a cafe, and there are uh, patrons, and there are tables Saints. and their chairs and things and uh, and it's just a war zone in there and you gotta blow everything up and everything's just flying everywhere that's I wanna do it alright and, and, and then you rocket. add with guns to the title <laughs> yes. yes cat girl alliance cat girl alliance oh that would be it's uh, about an alliance between cats and girls yeah that's what I was gonna say it's, it's, it's a it's a it's a strategy game a, a turn based strategy game where uh, the cats and the and the girls are fighting against I don't know the men and the dogs. Sure. I was, yeah, you know, I, was dogs. I was thinking it should be a platformer where you one of the buttons is switch between cat and girl, and mm. cat can go on. In, Ooh, like that Castlevania things. game. Yeah, it's like Lost and, uh, Vikings. Yeah, like Except well, no, not like Lost Vikings. More, more Castlevania. Um, can the girl throw the cat up on platforms? Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And then the cat can scramble up there, but but girl can hit enemies and stuff. Kamikaze yeah. Explorer. Kamikaze Explorer, you... It's, it's, uh, it's when everyone really sucks at Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> oh, God. I think Kamikaze uh, Explorer is, uh, like, it's like a Metroid game, except you're in a, a spaceship that is crashing on a planet, and it's just ripping through layers of the planet, and you have to steer very slowly. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's my my idea would be that you would have um, you would have a certain number of ships and guys that you gotta um, dive bomb into this uh, mountain. So you're basically mining with with human lives. Um, great. Uh, and, but you're trying That's to explore great. some stuff, and you've That's got a limited fantastic. number, and and you have to see what you can find with your limited number of population. I love like love. I'm kind of a... love love what Ooh. love love paradise. Love love paradise. Uh, this is a dice game uh, <laughs> uh, where you, uh, yeah, you just roll the dice and you're supposed yeah. to have a good time with it. I was thinking, uh, I was thinking a zero score tennis match with dice. Ooh, sure. that's pretty good. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's the one I think. It's, it's dice playing tennis against each other. All right. right. <laughs> My girlfriend is the president. Oh yeah, that's a game. That yeah. is a game. I, no, yeah. you had, that one was all four chained up. That game. 
Um, My girlfriend is the president. I think you're just uh, you're you're protecting her from assassins. Yeah, it's basically a big uh, escort mission. Any um, sort of yeah. Oh. Yeah, there, there's that game Princess Pajama where there's a there's a princess that's following you around and you gotta attack stuff and sometimes she'll get yeah. ahead of you and but she also gives you buffs and stuff. So right. oh so man, the, I love when I get buffs. The the, the the president can get can you know issue orders and stuff that will help you out and and uh, and and change the rules of the game because she can change uh, law in America. So. Right. You're protecting her, but she can also change laws so that now, like, everyone of this type is banned. Night Slave. Night what? Slave. Ooh. Um, okay, this is this is another Castlevania game, I think, where um, during the day, you're kind of like a normal dude, and maybe, let's say maybe you're the merchant in the game, and you're, okay. and you're selling items and stuff, but then uh, at night, you turn into a vampire werewolf thing, and so then you're fighting against the people that you've been buying items from. Uh, you're a slave to the night. So you've been selling items, too. Man, I, yeah, Just selling the, items, too. I really actually, like this game, cool. actually. Yeah, yeah, I, I play, play this. I play Night Slave. Pick me, honey. Cool game. Pick, Pick me, honey. honey. Yeah. It's a game so, about a beehive. Yeah, it's, it, it's it's like there's this there's this huge sludge thing of honey that that uh, can uh, capture you and and somehow make you happy and you wanted to, to choose you. All right, um, that's as far as I've gotten. That's not very good. <laughs> I think that's enough. I think that's enough for us to move on. Okay, um, pretty soldier wars AD twenty forty eight. Oh, it's just basically a the goddamn RTS except everything's beautiful and gorgeous. Well, I was thinking uh, you are in the army, but you're the the makeup person in the army, and you got to make your yeah. soldiers really pretty. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, why can't we just, Why can't we just have a goddamn real time strategy game or or an FPS where stuff looks cool instead of all dark, evil, deadly I military agree with you. psychos? Yep. This next game is called Really, Really. Oh, that's a game that just keeps uh, giving you escal- challenges that just escalate in ridiculosity. Uh, and yeah. it's just like, why does this game just keep getting harder? Really? I was thinking, <laughs> really? I was thinking it would just be uh, You Don't Know Jack. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. I, I was I was thinking a game built upon that that page of uh, on Wikipedia of the the list of common misconceptions. Oh, it's yeah. just that mm. you don't know Jack Five. A long time to not know Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Secret Wives Club. Oh, hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm just thinking of the pornographic version of that. <laughs> I think this would be so you got you got uh, wives that are all secret agents. Oh they have, yeah. Ooh. They have to hide their identities from their from their husbands or else. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, this is and great. Then, I play this game. Yeah, and you actually have to spy on some of the husbands at times. Yeah. Oh man, you're <laughs> posing as their wives and you're yeah. deep undercover. Exactly. I, I can see it like working in, as like a Maniac Mansion style too, right? So you have all the hmm. wives at your disposal, but you can only control one at any given time. Yeah, sure. Undercover wives with undercover lives. <laughs> <laughs> time stripper. Time stripper? <laughs> yep. Man. It's about being a really efficient producer on a video game. It's a game in which you uh, you time travel and then you strip. You can strip for Teddy Roosevelt. You can strip for JFK. You can strip for Napoleon. That's all I can think about. I mean, that's not non-pornographic, but I find that. It's not. It's it's not. 
it's it's non-pornographic if uh, once all if your clothing are off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. And it's the first clothing like fly in front of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds to I me like it would be a, a DigiPen game where like you you can change time but for only specific objects so it's sure it's like you're you're stripping a thread of time oh all right mm. yeah it's, it's, i just made the boring version of that cool game yeah Whoa. yeah cool yeah. games are really cool <laughs> number 12 this is our final one oh. water closet the forbidden chamber water closet so that's so wait, that's, is this a pornographic game in which people have sex in a public restroom it's got no. is that what it is what? no it's no. not Water WC? Closet The Forbidden Chamber is about water sports. Oh. Ooh. Man, wow, they don't really? even understand what their own game is, these people. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a... imagining an entire game that's built around the water temple in a, a certain <laughs> time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's like, like, just, just, just the level, just the water level, like, rising, falling mechanic. I think it's like a Chronicles of Narnia, wa- like, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, except when you go into the wardrobe, it's just... It's just water. You open up, you open up inside the Pacific Ocean. So you're, like, like deep under the ocean. Okay. I am going to give that one to Brandon. I think he had the best yeah. ideas overall. Yeah, I think he was actually serious. Think, whereas yeah, he actually had ideas. Congratulations, Brandon. You are this week's king of insert credit. Woo-hoo. I have to go to the hey. bathroom so bad. As, that as I, king, uh, can I say one real quick thing about sure. this? Do it, man. Just do it. Because, uh, man, uh, one one game that is a pornographic game that I would like to turn into an actual real game is Valis X. Because mm-hmm. I love the Valis series. I you wish they Valis never turned it into a, a pornographic thing. And so I would like Valis X to become a, just a new Valis sequel. That's what I want. So saith the king of insert credit. You've so that's been our listening. Homework. Yeah, our homework is to make that into a real game. <laughs> yes, please. You've, you. been, you've been listening to the Insert Credit Podcast. You can like us and on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. You can rate and comment us on iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter. All these people are on Twitter, and we all tweet hilarious video game-related things. Um, and you I can just tell your friends about how show. you should read books. Sure. <laughs> we, uh, and every week we're going to start doing this live streaming thing. So we'll be tweeting about that in the hours before it happens. So you can tune in and uh, check us out in real time. It's going to be And also, great. yeah. And so, if, you're, if you're still listening, uh, once we end the podcast, we're going to have our little, we're going to have our talk to the, the people. Which is, what I think I'm, which is what I think I'm going to do right now. I'm Alex Jeffy. I'm Tim Rogers. Hi, I'm Frank. Yeah. I'm Brandon Sheffield. I'm Patrick Miller. And this is Podcasting. Podcast over, yeah!